Well, Art, have you ever seen anything quite like that? That was one of the strangest seven-game series I've ever witnessed in any sport. Uh, Vancouver had the best regular season record. They were favored going into the Stanley Cup over the Bruins. They had uh, a 2-0 lead, and then they had a 3-2 lead in the series. And then they lost two straight games, including uh, one on the home ice in Vancouver. And people were not expecting that. I don't think the Canucks were expecting it. And the thing that was so bizarre is that in the four wins by the Boston Bruins, they outscored the Canucks 20 to 3. It's just such a wild swing. Uh, Vancouver's wins were close. Boston was dominant in the other games. It's amazing that Boston, at the end, was by far the dominant team, yet it took them seven games. You just don't see that in major professional sports. Well, the difference in this series was really at the goals. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Boston Bruins goalie Tim Thomas was the most valuable player, as he well should have been. He, I call him Dr. No. He <laughs> denied everything. It was incredible. One of the great single uh, performances in a series that I've ever seen by any athlete anywhere, uh, while the Vancouver goalie Roberto Luongo is either the best worst goalie in the NHL or the worst best goalie. I haven't quite figured out what he is, but... He is going to be the uh, object of praise and derision for the rest of his career for what happened here. And it certainly wasn't all his fault, but in hockey, the blame and the credit goes to the goalie. Well, let's now talk about the mayhem that ensued afterward. You would think that Vancouver would be prepared for something like this. They hosted the Olympics last year, and a similar riot broke out in 1994 when the Canucks lost in Game 7 to the New York Rangers. Right, yeah. This was uh, an astonishing loss of downtown control here, and I'm not quite sure uh, what to attribute that to. It's just that they seemed completely understaffed for what they had to know was the presence of uh, drunken young hooligans who were out just to do craziness. Um, And we've seen this happen in Los Angeles. We've seen it happen in Detroit. We've seen it happen in Vancouver, as you mentioned, in 94. So it's not like this is unknown. And they tried to cut off liquor sales early in the day, but it clearly had no impact. And then I suppose the disappointment of the Canucks play added a bit of anger and tension. But these weren't hockey fans that were doing this. These were young kids out to look to, to destroy and to call attention to themselves. All these kids, if you saw the video, they were posing in front of the cameras taking videos. Well, the police are going to get those videos. They're going to find these guys, and they're going to put them in jail. And it just shows the, you know, oblivious to drunken stupidity of what was going on. Uh, And, you know, it's a real shame because uh, I think those of us who are frequent visitors to Vancouver really enjoy it. We really enjoyed how they managed the Vancouver Olympics. I was up there for two weeks, and uh, they really did a nice job of managing those hundreds of thousands of visitors. But this game, this night, I think they all had their minds on a victory parade, and no one foresaw the debacle that happened on the ice and then afterwards, and and that's a real shame. All right, Art, thanks. My pleasure. KPLU sports commentator Art Teal joins us every week at this time. His website is Sports Press Northwest at sportspressnw.com, and you can download Sports with Art Teal and other KPLU commentaries at kplu.org. I'm Kirsten Kendrick.